0: Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible
1: study.
0: Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Joy in the Camp. George Beatty of Cleveland, Ohio, had a wonderful jewelry store known for its window displays. Mr. Beatty was also a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Over the years, he had bought a stock of small precious stones that he kept in a pint cups. He had cups of small rubies, a cup of emeralds, a cup of diamonds, and also a cup of other stones, all sparkling and brilliant. Some of them were small stones and chips that were worth very little. Each morning before the customers came, he made pictures by placing the stones on black velvet squares. A magnificent peacock with his tail spread out was one. He put these portraits and stones in the window and many people stopped to look, even going out of their way in order to pass by the jewelry store to see each day's displays. A preacher was visiting in Cleveland area and holding meetings. After one meeting, Mr. Beatty invited him to his basement workshop, where he worked in wax and made settings for ring and other jewelry. Into these wax molds he poured liquid platinum. After the platinum was molded with the artistic and beautiful design, he set the jewels in it. A wealthy customer wrote Mr. Beatty that his dearest granddaughter was going to have a birthday and he wanted something distinct of real beauty. Five times in the letter, the customer spoke of his granddaughter as dearest. The old jeweler looked at the preacher and said, I prayed and I asked the Lord to give me an idea. I noticed how many times dearest was mentioned, so I underlined it. When I sent my customer the sketch and told him what I proposed to do, he was greatly pleased and thought my idea was wonderful. Mr. Beatty sent him a ring with stones so beautifully cut that each light sparkled from them. Across the top of the ring, the first stone was a diamond, the next was an emerald, then an anisys, a ruby, a second emerald, a sapphire, and a topaz. The preacher asked, why did you have two emeralds? He smiled and said, because there are two E's in dearest. If you take the initials of these stones, it spells the word dearest. Before the Lord God Almighty created the sun, the moon, and the stars, He chose to love us and offer us eternal life through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Spelled out in the heart of God are those who have trusted Him as Savior and are His dearest. Listen now as Don and Larry Grable, Dave Kephart, and Bill Burkett sing for us this beautiful song entitled, All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name.
1: Great fall we are his feet may fall we'll join
0: listed join the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at nine thirty. Then ten forty five we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunaBible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altuna Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations at Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon and 7 pm if you have any questions concerning our church services please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131 listen now as debbie sackmeyer plays for us the flute this beautiful song entitled fairest lord jesus The media distribution officer delivers your newspaper every morning, usually after the recycling operative picks up your garbage. The nourishment consultant will help you with your menu choices at your favorite restaurant. And then the gastronomical hygiene technician cleans up your table after you leave. Your neighbor may be a mass production engineer at a factory, and if you need some painting done, be sure to call on a color distribution technician. If the sanitation consultant discovers a problem with your toilet, you may need to call a hydromechanic. Changing the names of an occupation does not change a job. The work remains the same. People are still paper boys, garbage men, waitresses, busboys, factory workers, painters, and plumbers. There is another word that we often try to change, but there is simply no other word that it can be called, and that word is sin. We are embarrassed by it and feel that it's old fashioned and rather strong. Somehow we'd be more comfortable admitting mistakes, errors, or lapses in judgment. Anything but sin. Can anyone imagine that he can escape judgment by giving sin a new name? As if God could be fooled by an alias. Since we can't make it by pretending that sin doesn't exist, we need to turn around and take another route. The unvarnished fact is that you cannot be saved from God's wrath and claim everlasting life with Him until you acknowledge the fact that your sinning offends God and receive His Son as your Savior, trusting in the work He did on Calvary when He took your sin upon Himself. Failure to meet God's standard is sin. All of us sin. All of us fall short of God's glorious ideal. You... Yet now God's declared us not guilty of offending him if we trust our Lord Jesus Christ to take the punishment for our sins and to end all God's anger against us. Listen to the words this song as Scott DeLosier sings for us, The Anchor Holds.
2: I have journeyed Through the long dark night Out on the open sea By faith Side unknown, and yet his eyes are watching me. The anchor holds, though the sheep is battered. The anchor holds Though the sails are torn I have fallen on my knees As I face the raging seas The anchor holds In spite of the storm, I've had visions, I've had dreams, and I've even held them in my hands. They would slip right through like they were only grains of sand. The anchor, holds, though the sheep is battered, the anchor though the sails are torn. I have fallen. It's when God proved His love To me The anchor Holds Though the ship Is battered The anchor Holds Though the sail i
0: Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for a Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of Christ, His bodily resurrection. Luke chapter 23, verse 56, they returned and prepared spices and ointments and rested the Sabbath day according to the commandment. And very early in the morning, The first day of the week, Mark 16, verses 2 and 3, they came unto the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? So you have the stone, you have the angel, you have the Roman guards, the ladies, his apostles, and a great earthquake. Lord Jesus Christ was crucified on a Wednesday place in a sepulchre shortly before 6 p.m. After 6 p.m., according to Jewish reckoning of time, would be Thursday. His resurrection would take place shortly after 6 p.m. Saturday, but according to Jewish time, would now be Sunday. The fulfillment of the three days and the three nights. And since the Lord Jesus Christ was bodily resurrected after 6 p.m., several hours later, the angel of the Lord would move the stone. The Roman guards for several hours were guarding an empty tomb because the resurrection of Christ had previously occurred. The angel of the Lord removing the stone was not to let the resurrected Christ out, but rather to let the others inside of the sepulcher to witness for themselves that the Lord Jesus Christ had been raised. And if you think upon the attitude of some of these individuals or groups... The 11 apostles, we know John was at the cross when Christ was crucified, but the 11 apostles were totally absent, really. Peter and John will be notified by the ladies concerning This stone in the sepulcher. You have the ladies, Joseph of Arimathea, Nicodemus Loving, the Pharisees, the chief priests, the Jewish religious leaders, hatred and hypocrisy, and the soldiers' duty. That was their duty, but there's a total indifference. What other words could we use to describe the Roman soldiers? They were bribed, extortion, hush money, pay off, false witnesses. They had erroneous theory then passed, and they were co-conspirators with the Pharisees and the others. The angel of the Lord never talked with the Roman soldiers, nor did the Roman soldiers talk with the ladies. Some of the 16 Roman soldiers went to Jerusalem to report to the chief priests what had happened. The chief priests and the elders met, which would have been the Sanhedrin, which consisted of 70 men the Sanhedrin's threefold decision they bribed the Roman soldiers, the Roman guards, they told the Roman soldiers to spread the lie that his disciples stole the body while we slept and the Roman soldiers were offered protection by the Jewish leaders of protection because if the disciples stole the Roman if the disciples stole the body of Christ the Roman guards would be derelict in their duty and what should have happened to them They should have been immediately killed, Matthew chapter 28, verse 11 to 15. And now when they were going, behold, some of the watch came into the city and showed unto the chief priests all the things that were done. And when they were assembled with the elders, they had taken counsel. They gave large money unto the soldiers, saying, Say ye, his disciples, came by night and stole him away while we slept. And if this comes to the governor's ear, we will persuade him and secure you. So they took the money and did as they were taught. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews unto this day. Some questions. Why was the stone rolled away? It was not rolled away for so, so the resurrected of Christ could leave the sepulcher, but rather it was rolled away so his disciples could enter the sepulcher to see the empty tomb, to see the intact, and we're going to talk about this later, about the grave clothes of the Lord Jesus Christ. We realize and understand that which group then became the first to teach an alternative theory to the resurrection of Christ? The chief priests, saying, Sanhedrin, remember that they remember these words. His own disciples did not remember the words until after his resurrection. And of course, what their theory was, his disciples stole the body while the Roman soldiers slept. Why didn't the ladies really think about when they were approaching the sepulcher of the Lord? Who would roll away the stone? When the ladies saw the stone rolled away, what did they think? They, They thought someone had stole the body. They removed the body. They didn't know where. What was the emotion of the ladies initially as they arrived at the sepulchre? One of fear, not one of joy because they're, they're not going to sing and understand his resurrection until a little bit later. Why is it so important and significant that the ladies beheld where the sepulchre of the Lord Jesus Christ was located? Because they didn't go to a wrong sepulchre. There's been a false theory spread abroad that the that the ladies went to a wrong sepulchre. No, they noted where it was at, and they did not they went to the right sepulchre. The stone was removed because of the angel of the Lord, who told the ladies that the Lord Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, the angel. Why did Mary Magdalene run from the sepulchre? She or run from the sepulchre, she saw the stone rolled away. Where did she go? She ran to talk with Peter about the Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus Christ. This is so important to understand. And we want to continue looking and talking about this is this is the bodily resurrection of Christ and again let me just read this verse of scripture to you so that you can understand appreciate that while 3 days and 3 nights and again I accept that as literal 3 days and 3 nights that's why I do not and when you study the word of God out you'll see it's not it's not a Friday crucifixion If it's a Friday crucifixion, when are the guards placed there? Saturday. The guards are literally there just about one day then. But when you understand a Wednesday crucifixion, the first night, as we said, there are no Roman soldiers because the the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin were not worried about the first day. It was the third day. Again, read Matthew chapter 27. But here in John chapter 2, beginning here in verse 21, but he is speaking of the temple of his body remember they, they wanted a sign verse 19 they wanted a sign and Jesus answered and said to them destroy this temple in three days I will raise it up Then said the Jews, Forty and six years was this temple in the building, and will thou rear it in three days? Of course, they're speaking and thinking of the physical temple, but he spake of the temple of his body. Verse 22. When therefore he was risen from the dead, his disciples remember he had said this unto them, that they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. But it's not until after, when, he, when therefore he was risen, his disciples remembered. They were not looking for it. They were not going to steal the body of Christ. As we said, unknowingly and, and unintentionally, the Pharisees and others give one of the greatest proofs of the resurrection of Christ because it is now being protected, humanly speaking, by the Roman government see the Lord Jesus Christ was raised because He was raised, we shall be raised and we can only have that hope, that resurrection hope in Christ if we believe and trust Him. If you've never trusted Him would you trust Him right now, right where you're at, before it is eternally too late.
1: Still I sing, for Jesus is my King.